Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Fiona Show, hot off the press. I'm your host, Matthew DeMello, and every week we bring you the latest in transfer pricing headlines, regulation changes, court cases, and controversies. Today's episode just happens to have all of the above. So without further ado... First up in reg changes, the Dominican Republic has released two notices which together update the country's documentation thresholds and tax haven list. Starting with the thresholds, the Dominican Tax Authority, known as the Direccion General de Impuesto Internos, or DGII, issued notice number eight last month adjusting the threshold for requiring transfer pricing documentation from 208,000 U.S. dollars, or 11.1 million Dominican pesos, to 216,000 US dollars or 11.5 million Dominican pesos. The DGII's notice number 10 updates the Dominican Republic's white list of jurisdictions that are not considered tax havens, which sounds a little backwards. Santa doesn't just keep a list of nice kids to make things easier on him. Notable exceptions on this list, meaning these are naughty tax jurisdictions, include not only a few of the usual suspects, the Bahamas, Bermuda, Aruba, but also lesser known offenders like Iran, Iraq, and Venezuela. Venezuela. We now turn to your digital service tax roundup, and oh boy, there is a lot of ground to cover. We reported last week that the OECD's PR pushed to let everyone know any attempts to stop pillars one or two are futile. Well, it sounds like a lot of countries just aren't listening. OECD Secretary General Jose Angel Guerra Trevino had to go on the BBC to talk the UK off the cliff of levying a tax directed solely at tech giants, saying that the move would risk worldwide cacophony. But just last week, Danish Prime Minister Met Fredriksen through her support behind an EU solution to the digital tax problem if the OECD can't get their own over the finish line. Meanwhile, the U.S. is pulling all the levers in a maddening attempt to stem the tide of countries passing unilateral digital taxes. In the last week alone, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross delivered a stern warning to the EU not to issue a carbon tax in lieu of a DST, while Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin threatened countries who have already passed digital taxes with crushing auto tariffs. All due respect to the Secretary General, but what else does worldwide cacophony sound like? Denmark's National Tax Court kicked off 2020 by adopting into legislation a broad definition of controlled transaction, which could have a huge impact on transfer pricing regulations. In a case that came before the court in December, the controversy came down to whether a six-year statute of limitations was applicable to a particularly rare intracompany transaction. The backstory, a Danish resident and her father owned the majority stake in a Norwegian company and received payments following routine decreases in the nominal value of the company's shares. Now, on the surface, it's understandable how that might fall under the general definition. Controlled transactions tend to be associated with general intracompany transactions like the transfer of assets such as stock payments, but now there's no gray area. So if anyone asks you, hey, what's a few payments from devalued stock from a foreign company jointly owned between family, now you know the answer, at least in Danish tax court anyway. That's the week in transfer pricing. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to get your straight shot of international tax news in a 10 minutes or less rundown short enough for any commute. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe to our long-form sister podcast, The Fiona Show, and earn CPE credits for listening to experts discuss the very stories you hear on this program in fine detail. I'm Matthew DeMello, and they let me write, edit, and engineer this podcast. Catch you all next week. Thank you.